Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome everybody to the Double Dropkick Show. Start over. I had to clear my throat. I ain't taking that out. <laughs> Nobody well, wants to hear that. Oh, everybody wants to hear that. That's what makes this is a realest show. I knew, I knew when you hit the thing. I was like, oh, no, I need to clear my throat before we start. Hey. Because even it? though, you know, I quit smoking months and months and months ago, I still get the, yeah. the, the you know, the congestion from it. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm Heath Mullick. And I'm Mark Whitman. Welcome to the Double Drop Kick Show. We talk about the wrestling you grew up with, the wrestling you need to watch now, and stuff. And because we're coming out of summer, because I just finished uh, our trip to Disney, which we talked about before, this is going to be a review of that Disney trip. Um, and so why does this apply to you? Why should you listen to this episode and tell all your friends about it? Because at some point in your life, you either went to Disney or you wanted to go to Disney, mm -hmm. pretty much. Or you maybe you have kids and you've thought about it. And we're hoping, or I'm hoping through this episode, uh, to convey some experiences, maybe some tips. I am nowhere near uh, the level that Mark is, uh, but I'm excited to talk about this. And uh, perhaps there was some Disney Plus streaming news this week. Perhaps we can talk about that. Sure. And, uh, and then we'll talk about wrestling maybe later in the day. But this, right. this is... This is our life. This is the Heath and Mark show, pretty much. Yeah, that's what we should have called this, the Heath and Mark show. Uh, or the Mark and Heath show. Yeah. Um, I remember you telling me one time, that's why you do this podcast with me. Uh, I'm Mark and you're a Mark. Or something <laughs> like yeah, that. something like that. Um, so let me kind of give you an overview and um, and we'll just kind of go back and forth. So, Family drives down Friday. First of all, cannot say thank you enough to uh, Magical Travels with the Truesdales. Um, uh, you know, Robert and his wife, absolutely amazing. It did pretty much everything through them as far as our reservations. She got me set up on the app, which is amazing. I did every single thing through the app. Mm -hmm. Fast passes unlocked our door, made all of our dinner reservations, paid for everything, mm -hmm. boom. It is absolutely incredible. And they're updating it. It's going to be even better from what I understand. They're changing the name of it to Genie. And um, oh, you're wow. going to be able to plan your whole trip on their app. I had zero issues. There was not one time. That the app did not work mm -hmm. exactly how it was supposed to work. Yep. And let me, because I had a lot of stress leading into this trip. Oh, yeah. Because I just didn't know. Mm -hmm. You're going down there, and I'm calling, and I'm like, listen, we check in on this day. We have four park passes. Do I have to tell y'all what day I'm going to what park, or can I just show up? Because I had already reserved our fast passes. Mm -hmm. So when we first booked the trip, I did not want to go to any of the parks on a weekend. Mm hmm. But Saturday morning, Animal Kingdom had extra hours. Mm -hmm. And we got up at 5 o'clock, got there about 6.15. Mm -hmm. Gates open at 7. By 7.30, I am riding flight of passage. Right. Mm -hmm. 
totally worth it. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. That ride, I don't know how to describe it, really. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else like it on the planet. Yeah, I'm really jealous because I'm too big to to fit in the stirrups. But, but I don't think you're – can I say that? There was not one time on this trip, and we talked about this before, there was not one time where I that was even a concern. Right, right. I could see every park I every park I went to. Yeah, if I'm telling you, for me, it's not a it, it's not a it's fat height. issue. It's a height issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just my legs um, won't fit. I can't get my legs bent up. Yeah, to get them into the stirrups. Yeah. Um. So I will say this: it's nearly unless you start looking six months in advance, you are not going to get a fast pass. I, I do have a fast pass for. Oh yeah, so but you did it months in advance. You weren't like I me. did. I had sixty days. I like because we're staying at a resort. We got yeah. reserved sixty days out, and on that day they sent me an email and said, "Now, now you can go now. Now, now, now. is the time." So I went in. It was great. I got a fast pass for that and Slinky Dog Dash, which if you know me, are incredibly hard to get fast passes for. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so Animal Kingdom, uh, we did fly to Passage. And uh, that was great. Uh, and then we loved, I think we ended up riding it four or five times was the Expedition Everest. Yeah. Um, it was pretty crowded that day. Animal Kingdom really doesn't have a lot of rides. We did, really didn't wait a lot that day. The Safari, if you like animals, it's fine. You know? It's fun to do like first thing in the morning. Right. Or, or toward the end of the day. But it's yeah, it's more of a, to me, the Safari is more of, it's, it's a relaxing thing. Yes. You know. Um you had given me the advice, hey, do the Lion King thing in the middle of the the day. So we did that. So if you're staying so we stayed at Pop Century, the first um there were some issues at the resort. Mm-hmm. Um some of the coolers went out, they didn't have ice, things like that. Right. But you would have thought I didn't hear any customers yelling. Mm-hmm. But you know why? Because the Disney people weren't yelling. The Disney people weren't panicking. They were probably panicking internally. Mm -hmm. But it's like they've been trained to, you know what? This, there's nothing we can do about. Right. So we're going to control all the things we can, which one of those is our interactions with people. Yep. And and so that's a good life lesson right there. Um, Expedition. So... I don't know that I would go back to Animal Kingdom. And that's how the kids felt, too. They're yeah. like, we've kind of rode Avatar. We did Expedition Everest. Uh, if you've never ridden Avatar and you got to wait four hours for it, and that's the only way you can ride it, I would say yes. You need to just plan your day around that. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. You're not going to – this is just me, just my one man's opinion – Animal Kingdom is the part where you could wait four hours. You're not going to miss a whole lot. Yeah, there's not yeah. much to do there. Even they're doing um, an after hours party there, not yeah. extra magic hours. Yeah. after hours where they only sell five thousand tickets. Yeah, they're doing it when we're down there, and then we contemplated it, and yeah. then just decided, you know, it's really not it's right. Not, like it's worth it at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, because there's so many rides. There's yeah. so much to do. It's just not worth it in Animal Kingdom to pay right. that much money. Yeah. You know? um we enjoyed the shows we enjoyed animal kingdom and tuskers uh 
was a phenomenal restaurant. It's a buffet. So what we did, we did have the dining plan. So dining plan, um, you get two snacks a day, one quick service, one sit-down meal. So going in, I had already booked all but like one of our evening meals. Uh, and I know, all right, this day we're at this park, so we're going to eat at this restaurant in the park. And you had told me, hey, don't waste snacks on Cokes and drinks and stuff like that. So we did a pretty good job of accumulating snacks throughout the week. I'll talk a little bit more about that. But we would eat, um, we would eat a pretty early, all of our dinners were pretty late, like seven or eight. Uh-huh. But we would eat like an early lunch before it got crowded, like 11. And again, it's all on the app. Mm-hmm. I, I stood in line one time to eat, and that was at Animal Kingdom. After that, it was all on the app, boom, 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 worked right. My order was never wrong. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, there was one time that they that I had told them something, they had gotten it wrong. Matter of fact, it was at Animal Kingdom. I said, hey, I think I had one more fry, but it's not on the receipt. I could pay for it. He said, no, sir, I'll get you another fry. Mm-hmm. And they're, I'm like. They're great with that kind of stuff. And he he didn't treat me like an idiot. No. And he didn't treat me like I was trying to cheat him. No. He just treated me like a man that wanted another fry. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's nothing to them. It's an order of fries. Like it's right. But if you were at the McDonald's at the Walmart and Seneca. Oh, God. You'd be, we're going to talk about Popeyes and Chick-fil-A. That might be a whole episode in. So, that's Sunday, T- Tusker's Restaurant. If you're going to Animal Kingdom, highly Tusker recommend. Tusker's House, right? Isn't it Tusker House or is it Tusker's? It's Tusker's. Okay. All right. um, and it's character dining if you got uh-huh. kids. Um, and it's a buffet. There's a variety of things, so there's food for everybody. Um, the- Gico's really good at Animal Kingdom. We ate there. It's really, really so good. So, some friends from... Uh, Indianapolis had sent us the Magic Kingdom or the Disney World Guide. Mm-hmm. And so basically I went through and that was that was super helpful because you can go through this park. This, this is and it has it listed by these are the places you can get quick service. These are the sit down meals mm-hmm. and it has it's just amazing. Um, so that was Saturday, Sunday. Again, I didn't want to go to a park on a Sunday. Hollywood Studios had early hours. Mm-hmm. We didn't really. We got there a little later than we wanted to. Um, two. There could not be two parks more in contrast with each other. <laughs> right. So if you're going, prepare yourself for this. Animal Kingdom is mostly in the shade. Uh-huh. There, it is very cool. It is very breezy. It is not a very hot park. Hollywood. I found it to be very humid, though. Very humid. That is an because excellent. there's a lot of tropical vegetation. Yes, vegetation that is a good. It's a really humid part, but you're right. Hollywood Studios <laughs> is the center of the Earth's core. Uh-huh. It is all asphalt. Uh-huh. One no tree. Uh-huh. One tree on the whole park. Uh-huh. And I am talking, it is hot. As opposed to actually, actual Hollywood, where it is very, very nice temperatures. So you would say that Hollywood Studios in Florida, a poor representation <laughs> of the of actual this. Hollywood. Was it? Did anybody try to uh, give you their CDs or their DVDs and then not take them back and act like you owe them money? Did anybody do that to you as you were walking around Hollywood Studios? Because oh, let me tell you, when you're walking around downtown Hollywood, there's no shortage of people. 
dressed in a dressed like a bootleg Spider-Man. Or, uh, <laughs> there's a guy in downtown Hollywood holding a huge python that you can drape over your shoulders and yeah. get your picture made with it. And, and then he's like, all right, that's $20. Right. Which I mean, you know that. I mean, yeah. you understand, I understood. Like, I didn't do it, but but the guys with the CDs and the DVDs, like, you have to be like, you can't take them. If yeah. you take it, yeah, you he know. will. They will walk up and say, "Hey, man, you want this CD? Sign it, hand it to you, and then want money." And then, no, no, I don't want to. You took it. You took it. You owe me five dollars. You owe me twenty dollars. Whatever. Yeah, don't ever take if you're if you're ever in downtown LA. Don't accept anything anybody tries to hand you. I didn't because right. I'm just not stupid like that, but you know, <laughs> if you're there, don't do it. Anyway, I just go ahead. Yeah, if you and I went to Hollywood together, I'd end up you like come 30. back broke with ten blank CDs. <laughs> They're not blank because I was in New York one time, <laughs> and the dude gave it to me, and I'm like, bro. Oh, you did it? You took the. Home? I was. You know me, man. I'm too. I didn't give him any money. Really? He's like, oh, just keep it, man. I'm like, I'm not giving you any money. I told I yeah. and it was terrible. It was the worst. I mean The guy he he goes, Here you go, big man. This is my stand up comedy D V D and I said, yeah. I'm sure it's great, but I'm not interested. Yeah. And he goes, I'm just trying to give you my, my comedy and I was like, No, nah, I mean I'm good. Like I don't Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah. That's what I, I don't want it. Yeah. And he goes, Man, I'm just trying to help you relieve some stress. I said, I ain't got no stress, boss. I don't yeah. need I don't yeah. I don't need to have my stress relieved. I'm good. I'm not interested, but you have a good day. And then I walked off. I just yeah. didn't, uh. you know. Um, Hollywood Studios, the two rides there are Rock and Roller Coaster, uh-huh. Tower of Terror. All the other rides are more of the VR uh, kind of thing. I didn't realize at the end of the day there was a whole incredible section we didn't go to. Oh, and the Slinky, Slinky Dollar, yeah. which is... Two hours long and and no shade. That it's like okay, so <laughs> Hollywood Studios is all hot, uh-huh. and then you go to the Toy Story Land, and it's like, hey, can we build a magnifying glass over <laughs> this area of the uh-huh. park? Right, and it's just like whew, it is like twice as hot. Now, however, on the Slinky Dog ride, which was not worth an hour and a half long wait, in my opinion, or my 12-year-old son's opinion, we get up to one of the hills. And I look, I'm like, what is that? And then as we turned, I'm like, oh, God, it's Star Wars. It was the yeah. Star Wars land. Uh-huh. Had no uh, comprehension of that. Yeah, it's just beautiful, man. It's beautiful. It'll be open. We're going, when we go in a few months, it'll be open. Yeah. Um, and they're doing extra magic hours that morning. It started at 6. So they're starting, the park opens at 9, so there's going to be three hours, extra magic hours if you stay at the resort, which is great because I've got fast passes for um, um, Slinky Dog. So we're, we know that we'll be able to hit it with the extra magic hours and probably ride it twice. And then I'll probably go ride Smuggler's Run, even though I've already done it. I'm sure I'll try to go ride it at least once. Right. Uh, Drake's favorite ride of the whole trip was Tower of Terror. <sighs> That's a good I, I one. I can see that. He would probably really enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy. They are redoing it to be Guardians of the Galaxy. No, they're is, not. That's what we heard. They're doing a Guardians of the Galaxy ride at, Ep- it, at Epcot. Oh, it's we like, heard because we heard from several people that they're cha- they're going to change Tower of Terror. Into they something. may be, but I haven't heard any of that. Maybe, I, um, maybe they are. I don't know. I mean, I haven't, I haven't looked into it. But I mean, I listened to a 
podcast with some pre- people who are you would know area. you would know more than me i'm just no no i mean they may be planning on doing it but i haven't heard anything like that i um, think there will be a an uproar if they do yeah because they're already building another guardians of the galaxy ride at epcot oh okay okay it's good they trademarked a new um a new type of coaster that um It'll evidently be, it's going to incorporate the roller coaster and the VR screens. Yeah. The screen, so, like, the seat of the coaster will actually rotate around. You're going to be, like, in a spaceship. Yeah. And as you go by, the seat will turn on the roller coaster so you can see the action. And then it'll move over here when it's supposed to be going on over here. It's supposed to be a really, uh, a really intricate ride system. Oh, my. So I would be surprised if they had two Guardians of the Galaxy attractions. So, um, you know, one th- another thing that may, and this is something my kids and I talked about the entire trip. Because we used to go to Six Flags a lot. Mm-hmm. And we would joke about what would this ride be like if it were run by Six Flags people. Yeah. Because they're, everybody there for Disney, they are in they're playing a role. Yes. The girl that was doing... Um, they don't call them employees. They call them cast members. Yes. And they're not in the park. They're on the stage. Yeah. The um, stage. The, the girl who was in charge of Star Tours when we wrote it, mm-hmm. she did her thing. It was phenomenal. And then she said, this is what a theater degree will get you, and it's the best decision I ever made. Yeah. And it was like, man, you know what? That's This is somebody... Mm-hmm. She's like, this is what I, she was, and it was awesome. Um, I would say this to Disney, though. Pay, pay those people more money. I do, yeah, I don't know. what the, I don't. They don't pay them near enough for, for what they do and as much money as that company has. Right. They, could, they could pay those people more, and they should. Yeah. Because of all the stories that you've just told about your interactions with them yeah. and how great they are and how, how happy they are to be there. They deserve to make more money than they do. We only had one bad interaction. I'll get to that in a minute. So the mark out moment of the week for me was we were there next to Star Tours. We had, we went to Star Tours, and we were too early for our Fast Pass. Mm-hmm. So right next to Star Tours, they have like a Jedi Temple thing, and they were doing the show where they get all the little kids. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, let's watch this. And they're going through the thing, and it's all cute. And then you're like, Oh, gosh. And I didn't know. I mean, I guess I should have known. And the music hits. Mm-hmm. And out comes Darth Vader. Yeah. Mark out. Well, I'm Mark sure. out moment mm-hmm. for young Mr. Mulligan. And That's cool, man. And I was just sitting there, and Drake's like, Dad, aren't they? I'm like, son. Shut up. Give me, give me just a moment. Yeah. And, Did I uh, show you the pictures we had with Vader? I thought I showed you. We met Vader and Chewbacca. See, that they, I didn't even know that was a, th- I've somehow. You got to go to Launch Bay. Right. Well, now, we ended up going to Launch Bay, mm-hmm. and we we watched the movie. They have a movie there. Hmm. And uh, I just didn't want to, I was like, you know, I, I just didn't want to wait. We were lucky. Like, when we were in there, there was no wait for Chewbacca or Darth Vader, which is why we went. And See, when were, we went. Both of them were like 10-minute wait. They had BB-8. Kylo Ren and Chewbacca. Yeah. And uh, and then they have a, I don't know, 
they have a huge stage right in the middle of the park mm -hmm. that they do a Star Wars thing with all the characters, right. and it is a multimedia extravaganza, mm -hmm. and they do it like every hour. Right. And it is, it's incredible. It's really they good. They do it um, at California Adventure. They do, a, they get the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, which was Tower of Terror, so uh -huh. it's kind of the same ride system. They do a Guardians of the Galaxy dance party. Yeah. Which is really cool. Star-Lord comes out, Gamora comes out, and they have Rocket on video telling them to do some stuff, and Groot comes out, and everybody, you have to dance to, he plays all kind of music and stuff. It's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty good show, too. Oh, wow. Um. So yeah, so yeah, just a lot of cool. Um, we did. We met. We we stayed. Met two characters, and really the reason we went in line to meet two characters, it started raining. I'm like, it'll be air conditioned in there. Yeah. So I. So here's another thing. If you're going during, and you know it's going to be hot, schedule your day. Schedule your day. Like some of my kids were like, and this was all Mark Whitman. <laughs> Because my kids are like, Dad, why did you get a fast pass for Muppets 3D? Because it's indoors. Right, and it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, right. and it's hot, and we can sit down and take a break. And it was greatly entertaining. Uh -huh. uh, there was, the whole time we were there, there was no ride that was disappointing. Oh, no. Nothing all. disappointed yeah. us. The only bad thing we had was our um, uh, dinner at Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. We had... A friend had said, hey, you need to go eat here. They described it to me. I'm like, oh, that'll be good. So we go to the 50s cafe. Yeah. And, oh, gosh. I, our patrons that are listening <laughs> to this know some backstory. As um, you were getting into the story, I knew where it was going. Yeah. So anyway, we go in, and I am on my phone. And I need to be on my phone. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. A you're, lot of times you're, you're with your kids at Disney World. Why wouldn't you be on your phone? It's the most natural thing in the world. Right. So as soon as we sit down, mm -hmm. the waitress who's supposed to be like your mom, mm -hmm. and this lady was a little bit older, she just absolutely tears into me. Right. And I, uh, uh, yeah, you know, put my phone in my pocket and da 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 da. And but it's like every time I pull my phone out. She's coming back around the corner. And it just gets awkward. Uh -huh. I mean, she is. It's, and, and then I go to, I'm trying to eat right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to order like a grilled chicken salad. She's like, that's what you're going to order when you can get all this food? And I'm like, so I ordered something I didn't really want, didn't really need. Mm -hmm. It was just a bad, and the kids, none of us, the, it would really, it was bad. They did. None of us enjoyed it. I at one right. point I was standing against the wall with my nose holding up a sugar packet, because once we get in the situation, I'm trying to play it up. Because now I'm part of the show. I'm part of the cast. I'm on the stage, <laughs> and I'm trying to make sure everybody in this restaurant has a story to tell. Right. But inside, I'm like, lady. Ah, uh, yeah. That's why I've never gone there. That's why I don't go places like Dick's Last Resort. And play. I'm not interested yeah. in that. No, I want to I eat. I am here to I'm dine. here to, I'm not here to pay you to be rude to me. Right. Yeah. Right. And and I'm sure this lady did everything she was supposed to oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the experience at that place. But it was like <laughs> who am I? Who am I 
to criticize someone for not being able to read a situation and read a person. <laughs> As we've made it well known, I'm not smooth. But I wish you would have been able to tell, you know what, I am making this guy really uncomfortable. Right. And I'm going to, because literally, she had six other tables around us. And I felt bad for them because they didn't get. Right. It's like they didn't get, like, they just had a waitress. Uh-huh. They didn't get the. They didn't get nothing. the stage show. No. We got the stage show. Right. And we got more of the show than we wanted. Um, that's my only. I don't even know if I'd call it a criticism. Right. But I didn't enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monday, I had another friend that was very wise to me. He said, hey, you're going to need to. You don't want to go four parks four days in a row. You'll die. Mm-hmm. So Monday we kind of chilled, uh, and then uh, Monday. So Monday I knew, all right, we're going to be at the resort. We'll go eat at uh, Whispering Canyon, um, which it was okay. Uh, not you know, but it was at Whispering Canyon, going on the app that the Ohana, yeah, the Ohana. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> reservation opened up. Mm-hmm. I've never been so excited to eat at nine twenty at night. Yeah, and uh, I didn't. Ju- I the sense of it because Mark had said so much, uh-huh. and everybody I know that's been to Disney is like, you have to go to Ohana, you have to go to Ohana. Right. And I, f- I felt like I would have let people down <laughs> if you had no going. If I had gone to Disney and come back and you said, did you eat at Ohana? I said, no. I don't know that you would have been my friend anymore. Oh, yeah, I'd still be your friend, <laughs> I think. I would just, you know, make fun of you about it. Whether I eat or don't eat at Ohana. Yeah, I'm still going to make fun of you. And I'm telling you, uh, she came out with that shrimp skewer. Oh, aren't those shrimp incredible? I don't know what they put on those shrimp. The only... You know, it's probably a good thing they had the shell on them. Because yeah. if they hadn't had the shell on oh, man. I'd ate 100 of them. Yeah. I probably ate 40. Yeah. Don't feel guilty about it at all. No. And the chicken's good. The Everything good. was good. The um, lily koi dressing that they put on that salad is incredible. Yes. Yes, the I did. Best salad dressing, man. And then. And then. The, the bread pudding. How was the bread pudding? Ooh, top notch. Ain't it though? Man, <laughs> that sauce that they give oh. you drizzle all over. That's the <laughs> like the pudding, the bread pudding's all right. Right. But it's that oh. that sauce and that butter that they put on. That's so, that's what's good. So the kids didn't really eat the pudding. They're sitting there eating that sauce with a spoon. Yeah. Uh and then the lady came around. She had her little uh ukulele. Uh-huh. She's coming around singing. And there was four people in that whole restaurant that joined her in a sing along. She came, she stopped by our table. We were singing with her. Boy, we got her excited, and she got us excited. And she did an extra number for us, and it was awesome. And you have two servers there. Did you have two servers? I'm gonna tell you, Mark. Once they brought the shrimp out, I I spaced out and I focused on my huh. plate until that lady came singing, and my kids started singing. I'm like, whoa, what, what? There are people here. What's going yeah. on? <laughs> I, <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was there on a mission. Oh yeah. I was like, how much food That's can right. I consume? I, I'm here to, I'm here to lose my dignity, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Listen, I don't want there to be any doubt. I want Listen, when I leave here, I want every employee, every cast member to be like, did you see that guy? A boy. <laughs> well, here's my honest story is I ate so much food <laughs> that when we stepped out of the front door at Ohana, there's a bathroom right across from us, and I had to go take a crap. <laughs> so, as soon as we got done eating, I went, I'll be back in a minute, baby. I, got <laughs> I may have done that mid-meal. Yeah. Um, here's the, here's the thing about the different restaurants. Uh, cause there were, I think that there were three nights cause that Tuesday night we ended up going, we had to choose. We were either going to magic kingdom Wednesday and Thursday or Tuesday, Wednesday. So we ended up going to magic kingdom Tuesday, did a lot of stuff. And then we we're kind of like, well, we're coming back here tomorrow. So we left early, rested a little bit, then went to Ohana. Uh-huh. But what's cool is going to the different resorts. And and the shops in each one is different. It's just a different feel. It's just really, really, and it's like you are transported. Yes, to the a po- different the place. The Polynesian is an incredible resort, man. Like yeah. we, we're not staying there this time, but I think next time that's where we're gonna stay. Yeah, like we're. I want to stay at one of those bungalows. Yeah, really, that's kind of my my goal to yes. save up enough. That's expensive, but I mean, yes. I'm hoping to start saving. We're not going. We're going right here, and we may go back in February and just go to yeah. to ride Rise of the Resistance. Uh huh. We're talking about riding back down in February or March uh-huh. just just to do that though, and not stay for like a week. But then I'm thinking we're gonna not do anything till 2021 because that's when all the new stuff opens. Like that's when Tron opens. That's when Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Goes. That's all that stuff should be there because that's the what 75th anniversary. So we, um, um, not 75th, 50th. So we, <laughs> Magic Kingdom was crowded both days. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Very, like. very long waits. Um, the first day, um, <coughs> the first day, um, there was no extra hours or anything. Wednesday was extra hours later at night but so over the two days we did everything we wanted to do mm-hmm. um but the the lines were even like for stuff like pirates of the caribbean and haunted mansions they were like what 30 45 minutes haunted mansion was about 45 minutes pirates of the caribbean i think we, we had a fast pass for that um but but then it got long Jungle Cruise was about a 30 That's to 45 always, minutes. There's always a long wait for the Jungle um, Cruise. There. Space Mountain. Oh, Space God. Mountain was so long. When we had a fast pass for it, but when we get up to the front, there is a dude with a kid just berating about, I've been standing out here two and a half hours in the heat, and these people are just coming. I'm like, bro, this is how it works, man. This is. You could have got a fast pass. Like, you. Like, what person? You are, I want to do a study of a day at a theme park Uh and how much time is actually spent doing the actual stuff. Yeah, not much. And then how much time is spent walking and waiting. Uh When you sign up to go to an amusement park, Uh if you do not understand that you have signed up to walk Uh and wait in line, you need to stay at home. Right. You've gone to the wrong place on vacation. Right. Yeah. 
I get that frustration that they have. I mean, because I've right. been there. I've been. I stood in line. It wasn't supposed to be. We rode the Navi River Journey. Yeah. And it just opened, and it had like a. It might have had a sixty-minute wait. Yeah. Maybe. Right. But we were like, okay, we know, like, we knew we were going to wait. Yeah. So we're going to do it, and then something happened, and that sixty-minute wait turned into like a two-hour wait. Yeah. So there was some frustration there. Yeah. That that it that that it wasn't what was posted that it was like twice as long dude what did we do back in the day where they didn't even post yeah they didn't even post how much yeah, time it was i want to take the slinky dog ride. i may have sorry to backtrack now if you got a young kid yes you got to ride that but you better get a fast pass that yeah, is a yeah. dreaded weight yeah um, I, got, I got a fast pass magic kingdom for drake drake is a ride guy mm-hmm. he loves dollywood he loves Six Flags. So Magic Kingdom wasn't his cup of tea. We were all glad we went. Right. Uh, we The only ride we got to do in the Magic Hours was the Seven seven Dwarves. Because in the Magic Hours, the wait for Space Mountain was longer than it was during the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it was like they, the Magic Hours started. Those When those extra and, Magic Hours are in the evening, yeah. it, doesn't, it doesn't help. Yeah. I will, I will make do good note of that uh because even it, though they might close the park down if you're already in line you get to stay in line yeah so if there's a two-hour wait anyway yeah there's still going to be a two-hour wait when the park closes right so um uh one of the things i'll say about disney again this was our first time there are you know this there are so many layers to disney uh-huh they have done a tremendous job because I'm saying, you know, I say, you know, I don't know that I'll go back to Animal Kingdom. Well, they make so many layers of, hey, if you go to this tree and you touch this branch, uh-huh. you know, yeah. a golden coin comes out of the sky. <laughs> right. And all these hidden Mickeys. Mm-hmm. And they have just created all these levels of experiences. There are people that go to these parks that don't wait in line to do anything. They're going around the park doing a scavenger hunt or trying to it, uh-huh. it, it's just a completely different experience for them yep. and i completely understand now why people just keep going back and uh-huh. they cannot get enough of it oh yeah uh it is absolutely it's fun man it's a lot of fun well you, they don't, you can quote me on that disney it's fun <laughs> it's a lot of fun man <laughs> you know what's weird is we kept I, we kept going into the Hall of Presidents to the lobby because that was the coolest place. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, literally, the coldest place on in the park. Yeah. And then finally, every time we walk by, what's the wait? Well, it's 25 minutes. Well, we're not waiting 25 minutes for Hall of Presidents. But then we finally get there and like, yes, yeah, show's getting ready to start. I'm like, kids, you kind of, you need to see. I mean, it's a cool, and that's a cool, mm-hmm. pre, and it's a lot better than it was even 12 years ago. Yeah, they just redid it like last year. So, like, it is not nearly as, it's just, inc- I mean, to see Abraham Lincoln stand up, uh-huh. recite the, you know, Gettysburg Address. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did Mr. Lincoln at Disneyland, which is just, uh-huh. you know, that's oh, the original Disney animatronic. You know what ride I like, too, was the um, Carousel of Progress. Oh, yeah. Love. The I didn't even know what it was. I'm like, uh-huh. well, I'm like, it's hot. It's it's. There's no oh, line. Man. Let's go. Yes, you can. 
you never wait. You walk right in. You sit down for like half an hour in the air conditioning. It's a great one in the afternoon. Yes. And you can sleep if you want to. Yep. I uh, slept pretty hard up part of uh, Mr. Lincoln at Disneyland. I kind of – I didn't go to sleep, but like you you had that – you know, where you're almost asleep, just mm. sitting there in the cool, and we've been up early, and it was oh, it was so nice and relaxing. And I love, we love Carousel. The song, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, that's such a good song, man. Never, I mean, I heard you it heard that it. day. Yeah, yeah, Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow, smiling at the end of every day. Um, the, the, the one thing that was on my mind the entire week we were there, especially after carousel progress. And we've talked about this before. It's how scary all of it is. It's scary that, yeah. oh, uh -huh. I'm wearing this band, and hey, you just rode this ride. Here's a picture. Here's a picture of you. And, uh, oh, you're, and they know when you're in the bathroom. I thought about that. I went in the bathroom one time. like, they know that I'm in here right now. Mm-hmm. And they know when I'm. Oh, they know when I'm in the room. So, when I go out of town, I don't like people coming in my room. Mm -hmm. I don't. If I need towels, I can go get. Did towel. you get the fifty dollar gift card for t refusing the service? No. Yeah. If you tell them not to it, they'll give you fifty dollars. I'm surprised they didn't offer it to you. They no, may not do it. At we Bob just Venture. we just put the thing on the door. Oh, you didn't check in. Well, we checked in on the app. Right. If you check in in person, oh. usually they'll say, hey, if you don't want oh. anybody to come in your, if you're willing to refuse us having to worry about your room, yeah. they'll, they'll give you a $50 credit. So we checked in. We didn't check in until late Saturday night after Animal Kingdom. We put the do not disturb thing on the door. Uh -huh. and then, But there was a couple of times during the week somebody – Actually knocked on the door and opened the door while the kids were in there. And the kids were like, what are they coming in here for? Because my kids didn't leave the room. They stayed in the room and slept and watched Disney Channel. And I just hung out by the pool. Like, And that's what we wanted to do. And that really, that was really some of the best mind-clearing time I have had in the last 20 years. And everything I've been through and what I am going through, it was absolutely incredible. Um it made me realize I need to build more time in just to let my mind wander and daydream and mm -hmm. think. And um, I don't, you don't need to fill every single minute with an activity. I found right. So, but then I, are you going to say I told you? I told you why, right? Yeah. So why they come in your room. Well, the last day they came and said yes, ma'am, and they said we're here to do a safety check, mm -hmm. and I'm like, what? And so the lady came in our room and she looked throughout the room. And looked in the bathroom. I said, is, there, is everything okay? She's like, yep, we're just required to make sure that everybody's safe and, and no one is harmed. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And you told me why they do that. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about that? Yeah, on? yeah, I don't see yeah. I mean, it's they're, they're up front. I mean, yeah. they, they started doing it after that Las Vegas shooting where the guy stayed up in his room and shot down at the, at the crowd of people at the concert. Yeah. That like a week or two later, Disney announced they would be – if you leave the do not disturb sign on your door all week long, eventually they will just come in. Yeah, I didn't know that. And yeah. I didn't know I could get $50. Mm -hmm. I wish every hotel did that because I would. I do too. I, I do never, too. I do not. Yeah. If I have anything that belongs to me in my room, I do not want you in there. 
I'm not saying you're going to no, no, steal. No. I, yeah, we um, anytime. Now they didn't do. They don't do that at Disneyland. But yeah. at Disney World, yeah. When we checked in the last time, the lady said, "If you're willing to call us when you need towels, yeah, then we'll drop some off." Yeah. But other than that, we're not we're not coming in. Yeah. And they'll give you fifty bucks. No, they'll still come in. They come in once on us too. And I yeah. mean, they called ahead, I think, and said, "Hey, I mean, they let us know." It wasn't like they just click and opened the door up on us. I mean, they knocked and announced themselves. You know. Yeah. So, it was a great trip. I want to say again, so many of you made that trip happen, and uh, God bless you. Just want you to know it was more. It was so much more than a trip. It was so much more than about a mouse. It, it was a <laughs> but healing. It all started with a mouse. That's right, and it was a healing time for me personally. It was a healing time for my family. I'll never forget it, you know. And uh, I'm just, I'm just grateful, man. It's grateful to be have good people in your life that, that care for you and especially want to send you know uh i guess you know jess holmes i think contacted mark jess is a pastor in virginia and got the ball rolling and mark who pointed him in the direction of uh, the truesdales so man just so many people from so many different walks of life and um uh remind me to tell you something we're done recording uh about something about the disney thing so something i don't want to share on air but um uh yeah so um while while we're talking um where how much time oh we're good this is a short episode compared to where we've been before disney plus Mm -hmm. november 12th buddy yeah uh i so i wanted to watch the clemson game all right we're recording this thursday august 29th clemson plays tonight Mm -hmm. on the acc network which nobody carries so i signed up for a free trial of youtube tv just to check it out it's 50 bucks a month i am not going to cancel this really blew me away what they had blue it has all the channels i want it's got so if you're a wrestling fan it's got usa unlimited dvr up to six people um yeah so uh it's got usa it's got TNT. That was I said. Does this have TNT? Because I want to watch AEW mm-hmm. when it starts. Uh, it's got live sports. It's got all my local channels. Huh. Bought a boom and fifty dollars a month. Dish Network. I am canceling you today because the base of the Dish package, oh, which is far fewer channels, far fewer perks, uh, more than fifty dollars. Oh God! So. Yeah. So. Disney, so I say all that to say, I went through, and it was some website, and they had trailers for all the stuff premiering on November 12th. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're debuting, I think, um, Endgame, Captain Marvel, the live-action Lion King, the live-action Aladdin, the Mandalorian. Lady and the Tramp. Lady which and is the not, Tramp, yeah. yeah. I like to, my wife mentioned this to me yesterday. She, she said, have you heard that they, the way they're going to release their TV shows, though? Right. I said, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not going to be, here's 20 episodes. It's Enjoy. Gonna... You're going to get one episode a week. And, and I like that. That's how DC Universe did. Yeah. And I think they found that, you know, because um, you want people on, I guess it all ends up, I would say there are probably people mm-hmm. that something like Stranger Things comes out. Yeah. 
they start their Netflix account up. They watch Stranger Things over the weekend, and then they they cancel their Netflix until the next year. When so, I mean, it's smart to release one a week. So let's I, Mandalorian. Did you seen the God, see the trailer? Yes, of course I did. Wow. Yeah, that looked. I mean, I was so disappointed. I thought it was terrible. I'm kidding. I cannot manage my yeah, expectations. Yeah. No, I hope it's as good as the trailer makes it look. Yeah. Is this a completely different? And I think, okay, I'm old school Star Wars. Mm -hmm. But it is, it's it's a whole universe. And now they're, they're, they're exploring these parts of the universe that we've never seen before that doesn't affect the characters that we know and love. Do you think that this is Boba Fett, though? Because this happens after him. After uh, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi, right? Uh-huh. The Mandalorian is set. Yeah. And they, and they haven't revealed who the Mandalorian is yet. And if you look, wasn't his outfit like a chrome? There was a chrome look. The I reason, don't know that it is Boba Fett, the, but. The number one reason I would say it's not Boba Fett is that. Um. Uh. His ship. It's a different ship. Okay. Now it's possible he gets a n- new ship. It's probably not. I mean, I was just kind of. I had not even heard, thought of that. I didn't know that was an option for it to be Bubba. Yeah, Fett. I don't think that they've released because the, there was an article that I read that said his name would be revealed over the course of the series. Who he was would be revealed because they were going to make a Boba Fett movie, right? And that fell through mm-hmm. because the guy that was going to do the Boba Fett movie did the the latest Fantastic Four movie, mm-hmm. Josh Trank. Right. And while he was making that Fantastic Four movie, everybody realized, this guy's crazy. This guy's not a good director. This guy, <laughs> yeah. he sucks, and he's terrible to work with, and he's crazy. Huh. That uh, was a terrible movie as well. That Fantastic Four was not good. It And the stories about it yeah. was uh, – and it's sad because, like – the 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 cast they had yeah those are all quality people mm-hmm. yeah um no that should have been a good movie oh the oh yeah it was terrible i have a feeling fantastic 4 may be a lot like the incredible hulk uh-huh. it's great they're great backup characters yeah. yeah but i don't know that it's gonna ma- ever make a great movie to me okay yes i'm not yes i think what makes the fantastic four the fantastic four because of all the superheroes avengers justice league everybody fantastic four is family right literally family mm-hmm and of the three, fa- excuse me, let's even go back to the original, the four Fantastic Four. I'm talking about the crap, the total crap Fantastic Four movie. The original that, one that, that never got made, right, never right. got released. Right. They have never. It's just like four random people. There's not that sense of mm-hmm. family. There's not that sense of connection. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's sometimes that's hard. To capture that that truth, that essence, that 
that's just hard to capture on film. Right. And I think, obviously, there were a gazillion things wrong with all of those movies. But at the heart of it, I think, was that. Because I think if you – if I believe that these people are who they say they are, I can – oh, the thing, CGI was bad. Oh, no, but I believe that he would kill somebody. You know what I'm saying? Right. For 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 Reed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Even like the Silver Surfer, who's such an iconic yeah. character. But it's good in small doses. I mean, yeah. it's not, well, there's not a lot there. He's right. the Herald of Galactus. I mean, what, yeah. you know, yeah. what else is there? He looks cool. And everybody loves the Silver Surfer. Yeah. It's like Moon Knight's the same way. Everybody yeah. says they love Moon Knight. Yeah. What do you really know about him? Yeah, who's yeah, nobody knows. What in the world? Yeah, I don't know. Which anything. is why he's perfect for a TV show because there's not all this, oh, he, Moon Knight would never do that. <laughs> you can introduce him and say, this is what he would right, do. this and, is what he is. This is um, so, <clears throat> I also watched, uh, what was the other trailer I watched? I don't remember. I think I watched The Lady in the Tramp. I've never seen Lady in the Tramp. Really? Never seen Interesting. it. Interesting. It's a good movie. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely November 12th. I'm, I'm yeah, Sign I'm me up. Sign I saw me up. Not a trailer, but I saw Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, what'd you <laughs> think? It's the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. The, any movie, spoiler alert, yeah. where The Rock, wraps a chain around his arm and hooks it to the bottom of a helicopter and then holds on to it with one arm and keeps the helicopter from taking off. That's the greatest movie I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, I love their chemistry. Are you being facetious? No, right no. I mean, obviously I'm being facetious. It's right. not the greatest movie, but it was the greatest movie. I mean, it's, it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Oh, yeah, 100%. Completely unrealistic and yeah. over the top. But that they knew that, so everything was done tongue-in-cheek. Just like that, the moment when the helicopter's about to take off and he reaches out and grabs the chain and thing and off the bottom of it says, you know, whatever he says, uh-uh, not today, and he holds on yeah. to the helicopter and keeps it from taking off with one arm. So unrealistic. But the I loved... I thought they had really great chemistry. Yeah. The I I I'm a huge date Jason Statham fan. Oh, me too. And I love the fact what one of the things that made this film work to me is you got one guy who is very technical in his fighting. Uh-huh. Very smooth. Uh-huh. And Rock is just brute force. He's a brute force. And it's interesting as the things that have come out about the contracts for that movie. Oh, I have if not you, heard like no. It was in the contract at the end uh-huh. that if you notice, every time Statham would land a blow on, on the villain, then The Rock would land a blow like it was in their contracts. That, really? Yeah, like when they fight and when they fight one another. It's a it's an interesting 50-50. He, I need to hit him as many times as, as he hits him and this and that. Yeah, that's a strange... It's a strange thing, man. Like the the level that they go to when they have those movie fights to make sure that certain guys look look better. And it's funny you should say that. And that's why you know Brock Lesnar. They offered him a role. In really? One, yeah. And uh, and he didn't do it because he he didn't like the contract. 
yeah. of the, the Rock would have to beat him in a fight. And oh, then, wow. Yeah, it's an, like that's what he says. Yeah. That somebody had asked him about it, and he was like, yeah, yeah, they offered me a spot in one of them, but I, it, Rock wanted it in the contract that he got to destroy me in the fight, and I wasn't down with that. <laughs> so, <laughs> But he is, said it half-joking. This you know? is a – so this is a wrestling podcast. I want to take everything you just said. You have two guys who probably both made twenty plus million dollars for that movie, mm-hmm. and they're negotiating this. and And for with them doing that, if you go in not knowing, but it actually enhances the movie because they are supposed to be equal in the yeah, movie, yeah, right, right. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it makes it even more patently, ridiculously yes. absurd, yeah. right? That two guys wrestling. For $20 would be so intricate in their 50-50 layout of their match that is going to suck in front of 40 people. Right, right. I just feel like I need to get that on my chest. I'm so glad you've come around, you know. And like, yeah, The Rock's making $20 million. He can do 50-50. As I've said to you a thousand times. Not to and to steal someone else's phrase. Yeah, these outlaw mud shows. Why do you want your face and your name associated with them? So <laughs> let me say, um, um, so There's, Mark Whitman is net will not be associated with any outlaw mud shows. <laughs> so, um, Battle Zone a couple of weeks ago, I saw one of the best squash matches I've seen. Really, it, it, locally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bulk Nasty came down, wrestled mm-hmm. a kid named Caleb Crocker, mm-hmm. young kid. Jamie Lee was in Caleb's corner. This is, you know, this is going to be a squash match. Uh-huh. They went about eight minutes. Uh-huh. Caleb landed one effective blow on him the entire match. Right. He just kept beating that boy, and Caleb just kept getting up. And even Jamie Lee in his corner told, was telling him, stay down. And Jamie Lee was interacting and talking trash uh-huh. and trying to distract Bolt Nasty. And so it's just going on. And it's almost like, oh, man, please. And he gets to the point where he's just toying with him and not doing the count. And he's just taking his time with him. And the crowd's into it the whole time. Because Jamie Lee, his interactions, plus you – Bolt, they ain't nobody else like Bolt Nasty on the card. Right. There's nobody else six, seven, three hundred plus uh-huh. chiseled out of granite. Mm-hmm. So the crowd's already like, this is different. Uh-huh. But Jamie Lee, the way he's interacting with the crowd and with the match and with the ref and the way the ref has played, I, I'm not going to do anything to upset Bolt Nasty. He's in charge of this match. Uh-huh. And then you get toward the end and Caleb hits that one move and the crowd's like, oh! And you think he's going to pin him. And Bolt Nasty just, I mean, just for a split second. And Bolt, you're not listening to this. Did he, like, do the Brody take a knee thing? And that was that was huge. Because that was a big Bruiser Brody thing was he never went. And, like, all of a sudden somebody would hit him. And he would take a knee and the crowd, the crowd would. <gasps> if I'm not mistaken, he hit, he hit like a jawbreaker. Uh-huh. And, and Bolt went down. To a knee, mm-hmm. or or it shook him for the first time. Right, like okay. he didn't even have to take a knee. It just, right, it just he the, he stumbled for the first time. Right, and then he hit something. Bulk took a bump. Uh huh. And everybody's like, "Oh my god!" 
and then popped right back up. Uh-huh. And that was it. And uh, – Is this Jamie Lee kid? What's Jamie, the deal with him? He's just Mr. AD. He's Gumby. He is – he when it says Mr. ADD, he's – he is he's very technical and crisp in his uh-huh. stuff, but he's ridiculously crazy and just – like, he'll go down. If a guy is on his stomach, he'll try to pin him. Okay. You know, so it's kind of like that. But then he – it's like what you would say – if you were a little guy wrestling a big guy, what would be going through your head? He actually says it out loud. It's like, this guy's so big. How am I supposed – you know, and it's so entertaining. I've never seen a Jamie Lee match that wasn't entertaining. And Well, there's the reason that I ask you that yeah. is – um. You know, we'll just pull yeah. the curtain back. A friend of mine writes for a paper. Or yeah. Writes for a magazine. Yeah. And he asked me, he wanted to write an article about yeah. independent wrestling, and we put him in. You know, I was yeah. like, hey, we'll talk to him. We sent him to some shows. And anyway, he's written the article. It's a really yeah. good article. Um, and he asked me about him. Yeah. He's a non wrestling fan. He does not. He is not involved right. in wrestling. It was just. It was an interesting thing to him, this yeah. subculture of, yeah. of of fandom for that type of stuff. So he was writing the article for the magazine, and he asked me about him. Right, what did he – Specifically, and he was really entertained by him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so as a, when, I said, when a non-wrestling fan yeah. says he he's went to two wrestling shows in his life over yeah. the course of like two weekends, and everybody that he saw, like Jamie Lee was the guy that he asked about. So right. I was just curious, like what what he yeah. did that it would make my non wrestling friend focus on this guy is like I I was so impressed with him. Yeah, he was so entertaining to me. Yeah, and I think it was because you know Jamie Lee. So he wrestled a match and had Caleb in his corner. Then he came out and uh, was in Caleb's corner, and especially the second match. And he and Caleb, you know, are tag team whatever they do Facebook videos. Um, and when he comes out there for Kayla's match, he could have been. And it's hard if you're a baby face out there because you can't cheat. Mm-hmm. And it was just, and it was cool sitting there. You can in 2019. Well, yeah, I so mean, you know. it's so crazy. But I'm, re- yeah, it, yeah, it was. That was a cool experience, just being able to go through the day of what I typically do on a show, but to have somebody there, and I. And I try to tell him, like, dude, basically everything I've said to you is just what goes through my head. I, it's been awesome just to have you standing here. I, I'll talk your ear off. Right. And you're you talking just, about my about Yeah, yeah, your friend, yeah. Okay. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it was great, man. It was just great just having somebody to talk to. And mm-hmm. the, I mean, the question is me. I figured you me, two guys would probably like each we other. We did, man. He's you, Y'all are a good bit alike. He's he's pretty outgoing and, uh, and I just, curious uh, about things. And the whole question is like, why are you doing this? And uh, that that was cool. And it was it was an honor, man. I mean, when somebody and, and all the guys felt like that, like, do do you want to write about us? Mm-hmm. And it's and I I hope it gets published. And uh, I do too. I, I think I was an excellent. I mean, it was an excellent that in in 2019 with the stigma that's on you know independent wrestling. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very positive. 
Yeah, yeah, I thought thing. he. I mean, he didn't. It was not him trying to make fun of. No, or, no, not at all. Say, look at these at morons. All. I mean, he really was interested in the fandom and the, what drives somebody to, for, you know, for a Mountain Dew and a hot dog or right. twenty dollars. No, what, that's right. What drives somebody to do that? Like that was what he was curious about. And I think he. I think he caught a glimpse of that. I do too. After reading, because I know where he wanted to go with the article, and, right? And it was again, it was never intended to make fun of or no. poke, but it was a. I'm interested in what drives somebody to yeah. to do something like that, um, and then to kind of see where he where he wind up with it at. Yeah. Okay. He, I think he got the brotherhood aspect of it. Right. The especially the way he wrapped the the article up, I thought was was yeah. great. Um, I don't want to spoil it, but he let me. I know he let you read it earlier. Yeah, he sent it to me the other day and and asked me what I thought. Um, it was good. It was good, man. And I'm I'm gonna, I'm glad. I'm uh, for me. I was glad to be able to put him in touch with some folks yeah. that'll help get them some exposure statewide. I mean, you know, especially folks that have supported us. That's right. That yeah. You know what I mean. Right. So right. for me, it was I, like it was important to me that that it was done on people that have been supporters of us. Right. You know, right. in one way or another. And the the and listen, these are people um we're not I'm not, not just talking about wrestling support. Right, right, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um yeah, I mean like good good folks, man. Yeah. Good folks. Uh yeah. So um last thing, last thing. Uh, again, we're recording this August 29th, the new Rise of Skywalker footage. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? I'm trying to think. It just came out Monday. It was it was at the whatever thing over the weekend, then you they know, released it. I don't know that I have seen it yet. I knew that it come out, but I'm not sure that I got to watch it yet. Mm-hmm. And maybe I have and just don't Here's, remember. See, I can't spoil it for you. It's just a trailer. I know, but I want to leave. So we're going to have a cliffhanger. This episode is going to be a cliffhanger. Between this and our next episode, Mark's going to watch the trailer, and the beginning of the next episode is going to have his reaction to the trailer. Okay. And then. Um, Do you want to watch the trailer live? On the sh- on the beginning of the next show, just watch it and. Yeah. And do a reaction to it. Then? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. That'll be great. All right. And, That'll be awesome. And we're going to have the. Yeah, so we're not on People video. People won't be able to see them. But. Yeah, we're not doing video because it was just, yeah. You don't need to know why. We're just not doing it. Uh, we're just recording. It's just two guys, two mics, and the love We're trying life. to get back to basics here. That's right. We're trying to cut out all the fluff. Um, speaking of fluff, we're on Twitter, at Heath Mulliken. I'm at the DDK show. Go follow our friend, Lennon Funko Pop. <laughs> Somebody, listen. I don't know if my buddy, he's got a good career. Uh-huh. He's always wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. I'm asking somebody, put this guy on a sitcom. <laughs> and I don't think you'll be disappointed. Kid's got talent, I tell you. He's got talent. Uh, so, uh, Carrie, if you're listening. I, your tweets bring me great joy, even those I don't agree with. It's just funny, man. 
Just his, man. just the fra- his phrasing and his tweets about his dad. Yeah, those are my favorites. The, just the, him and his dad's conversations. <laughs> I love it. And the family vacations were always good, too. Yes. When the family goes on, and he, he documents the vacations <laughs> with the conversations that he had. And I just, like, following, like, his son growing up. Yeah. And uh, it's crazy, man, because he, he doesn't have, like, a whole lot of followers. No, but he should. Yeah. It's like. I don't think he wants a whole lot No, of no, but you even know? if you don't know him, it's just entertaining. Like you, yeah. this is this is something you don't. His his Twitter account is such, you do not know how you don't need to know what he does for a living. Right. You don't need to know where he lives. Um, he's pretty open that he went to University of North Carolina. Right. Um, and he's married. and He's got a kid. Mm-hmm. That's really all you need to know. Yeah. And um, it's great, man. It's great. It makes me laugh. And uh, he's. I think what he's found is, for me, what I'm finding now is tweeting. Like, I tweeted something the other day. And I used to tweet thinking, man, I hope somebody retweets or I hope somebody likes this and da-da-da-da-da. And now I'm just like, I just want to get this off my chest. Yeah. yeah. And it's therapeutic. Yeah, Twitter's know? a good place to do that. I should probably Because your mama ain't on Twitter. And your boss right, probably right. ain't nobody, on Twitter. Yeah, there's nobody on Twitter, like, that I really much know in my personal life. Um, Maybe a few people, but. Yeah. So that's my analysis of the state of social media in mm-hmm. 2019. Yeah. Facebook is where I brag. <laughs> Instagram is where I guess, you know, it's more, it's, it is more personal, private. Right. Just people that I. Yeah. It's mainly friends of mine. On, yeah. on Instagram. It's not a lot of yeah. uh, people that I don't know on my yeah. Instagram. And Twitter is is uh it's where you vent. Um Yeah. Yeah. Twitter I try to keep it I try to stay positive. Yeah. Uh so yeah. I'm um, a little more unfiltered too on Twitter. You'll, you you'll, are the one about the kid. You'll catch the profanity on Twitter and yeah. stuff like that, which you don't get on Facebook or, or Instagram. Right, right. Uh, right. You know, because all my aunts and nieces and nephews are on my Facebook. And, right. Um, but it's all. And you ain't planning on running for president. Actually, I guess it doesn't matter if you say that kind of stuff if you want to be president now. No, not anymore. <sighs> Times have changed. Times have changed. It so. is interesting. To, yeah, politics is a weird thing right now, man. The on-display double standards are incredible to me. And the fact that Like, we, somebody the other day spent an awful lot of time criticizing somebody else's personal life, and now that hers is falling under a little bit of scrutiny, says saying, right. well, my personal life should be off limits. This doesn't have anything to do with my... I'm going to tell you, I have not... I do not care. Oh, I don't either. Like, it's an entertaining thing to me. Like, I don't have a side... Yeah, I don't. Pay, I don't have a side. I love watching the hypocrisy on on all sides. Yeah, the the theater and the 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 phony and play of of all of it. You know, I just is interesting to me. I just uh, yeah, I'm not either. I'm not advocating for anybody here. You don't get that from me. What's funny? Uh, is I just uh, reconnected with a friend I hadn't talked to in a long time, mm-hmm. and we're just talking, you know, and um, 
it starts kind of going into politics a little bit, and I'm just like, all right, I just want kind of want to know if this is safe to talk about with this person. I said, well, who did you vote for? And they're like, they just said, the dude from Utah. I'm like, oh, that's who I voted for. And what? And I knew, and it's like, we voted the same way. We couldn't remember his name. I'm like, yep, we can hang out. It will be fine. So, uh, but then we did, but then we didn't want to talk about politics right, anymore. Right, right. Yeah. So it was all good. So when I meet somebody and they ask me, and we talk about who we voted for, I know that I've met a soulmate when we, when we both agree that it's a futile gesture. Right. Oh yeah. That was yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Um. So anyway. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. And, hey, stay tuned. You're going to get March reaction next week on the Rise of Skywalker footage. Oh, I did see the Rambo trailer. What? <laughs> That's great. That's We're going to watch gonna that, too. That's I haven't seen good. that. Oh, you haven't seen the Rambo? Well, you'll watch the Rambo trailer. I'll watch the. We'll separate. Mm-hmm. Watch the. We'll separate to our separate bathrooms. And then watch the trailers, come back, discuss. There you go. I guess that was a little too much information. <laughs> Separate <to> private bathrooms. <laughs> Here at the Palacious Studios. Yeah. See you later, everybody. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.